sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Tell you why the day is Good evening. Happy Sunday and welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and I'm going to help you kill your... Sunday early evening with some booze and conversation. I'd like to point out that Drink in Style has the coolest theme music of all time. I love that Dean Martin track, and I hate breaking in. Do you agree, Mr. Johnson? Oh, tremendous theme song. Yes, exactly. I know, right? I, I love it. Absolutely love it. All right, this week, we are joined by Crystal Ray Romero, residential interior designer at Habitation Furnishing and Design, and we are going to be talking about some of the latest projects she's been working on. As an aside, uh, we're going to be uh, referencing some specific products uh, that she has selected and some uh, uh, storyboards that she has created. Uh, so I'm going to be posting those, or I have posted those, on uh, uh, drinkinthestyle.com. So listeners, if you would like, go over to that site and you can take a look at the specifics of what we're talking about. Crystal, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me again. It's a joy. It's been a while. In fact, you joined us when you first started with Habitation, um, summerish, yeah. give or take. We joined in May, right? I wasn't wearing a coat. <laughs> Everything else is a blur. Yeah, but I was wearing no coat and I wasn't shivering. Yes. <laughs> All right. Good to know. That's how we gauge time. Our mixologist, uh, Matthew Hummel, was not able to join us as he is out sick today. So I am also multitasking and doing some cocktail work. Uh, so hopefully this comes out well. Luckily, I am <laughs> well-versed in cocktails, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, however... Crystal Ray did uh, uh, have some parameters that we had to work with. Uh, specifically, Crystal is gluten intolerant. She will not stand for gluten and all of its shenanigans. So we've had to work around that. Um, tell us about your gluten intolerance, by the way. It like it is it is it is a curse upon you. It is. I know. Every time I go somewhere, it, you know, people think it's an allergy. It is not. It's actually an autoimmune autoimmune deficiency. Really? Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, for the most part, I just have to steer clear of anything. Um, gluteny. Gluteny. Wheat, barley, rye, whatever whatever contains the protein. So. Fair enough. What's the difference between gluten intolerance and celiac disease? Well, that's what I actually have. Oh, it is? Is celiac. Yep. Well, there you go. And gluten intolerance would be something that where people would just probably get headaches or that kind of thing. But with celiac, you... Um, your body starts shutting down. Mm -hmm. um, you're not able to absorb the nutrients from, from your food any longer. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. There it is. All right. So working within those parameters, because I don't want to kill you because you are an awesome designer and a wonderful human being. Thank you. I appreciate that. We worked very hard to make sure that we were gluten intolerant friendly, celiac friendly, and we are therefore going to make the Gimlet. The Gimlet is uh, 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 one of my favorite cocktails. Really easy to make, specifically. Uh, it is uh, three primary parts, which include about an ounce and a half of gin or vodka, uh, an ounce of lime juice, and a teaspoon of simple syrup. And I did confirm from the site, because I'm using a pre-mixed simple syrup, even though you can do your own, that it is uh, gluten-free. Awesome. Yeah. I can't wait. I haven't had one, so I'm looking forward to it. Before we start mixing, a little background on the Gimlet. And I don't know if this is specifically true or not, but something someone once told me. The Gimlet was invented by uh, Ambassador Jonathan Gimlet, the United States ambassador to France in the 19th century, who uh, did not drink. He was a teetotaler. Uh, however, the French don't trust anyone who doesn't drink. Huh. I like the French. <laughs> Therefore, he started drinking basically uh, lime juice and water and told people that it had vodka in it or gin in it. I don't know which one. Uh, and therefore, he was more welcomed in circles and uh, and was able to pretend that he was a drinker. Interesting. Huh. So, all right. So, let's mix this thing up. Anybody who's interested in researching that story, feel free to tell me if it is a myth or reality. Um, but otherwise, let's hit some, uh, some mixing music, Brett. Excellent. All right. We begin with one and one-half ounces of gin. In this case, I'm actually using gin from Copper Wing Distillery. 
Copper Wing is a local micro distillery located in the uh, St. Louis Park suburb, not far from Habitation. So, one and one half ounces for those of you who have jiggers, that is the large size uh, jigger side. Add to it one ounce of lime juice, and we're using a real lime, uh, plastic limey guy. And I've noticed when I bought this that they have <laughs> actually shrunk the size of the uh, of the of the lime, the plastic lime. Like the cereal boxes. It's true. Oh. It, you can't raise prices, so you may as well make I your guess, product smaller. Make your product smaller. Marketing genius again. <laughs> So impressive. Uh, the simple syrup, which is basically just a uh, cane sugar. This is made from pure cane sugar. Uh, one teaspoon. Teaspoon. Yeah, one teaspoon of simple syrup. And in this case, we used Master of Mixes, which is certified gluten-free. We're adding all three ingredients to a shaker. We are going to shake that up. Here we go. Shaken, not stirred, although I don't know whether that's appropriate or not. Add it to the glass, garnish it with a lemon wedge, and ladies and gentlemen, we have created the Gimlet. Nice work on short notice. <laughs> Thank you very much. Matt was uh, unfortunately out sick. He gave me very little notice because he's a horrible human being. Um, no offense, Matt. I mean, just, you know, know thyself. Um <laughs> He's a good guy. <laughs> but he didn't give me a lot of notice. So you just got eight angry faces on <laughs> And they're all from Matt. <laughs> no, I understand. He's sick and he didn't want to get us sick uh, as well. So uh, so luckily we were able to mix up ourselves. As a quick aside, are you a vodka or a gin gal? Um, you know, I don't think I have a preference. I think whatever is in that mixed drink and it tastes good. <laughs> I'm a go with it kind of gal. <laughs> I like it. I like that a lot. That is a great quality. How about you, Brett? Do you prefer vodka or gin? I'm kind of in the same boat, but if you really made me choose, I would probably go vodka. Would you? Yeah. It's, uh, it, my parents always argued that gin is, uh, makes it for an angry drunk, but I've never believed it. I like gin. Gin used to be the quintessential American drink, which I don't understand because it's not like juniper berries stretch across the, the land, but, uh, right. Uh, at one point, it was considered like the American spirit. Really? Mm -hmm. Huh. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess we'll find out later about the. We will. Yeah. <laughs> we will. Uh, nevertheless, and the juniper berry is spread across. It's unlike Johnny Appleseed. Do you know the history of Johnny Appleseed? I do not. Johnny Appleseed, it used to be that up until the 20th century, this is just a wealth of knowledge, or at least, you know, urban myths uh, at Drink in the Style. It used to be that apples were so bitter you didn't actually eat apples. The only use for them was making hard cider. So Johnny Appleseed was basically going across the country trying to get everybody loaded. That's hysterical. I know. I know. <laughs> and good That's for not him. What I was taught as a kid. <laughs> it's all a, it's a whole QAnon secret story <laughs> of truth. All right. Um, we are going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll be enjoying Gimlets with Crystal Ray Romero. Stick with us. I get a fever that's so hard to bear. You give me fever. Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style right here on AM 950. Hey, I've only got a few seconds, so here's the deal. Habitation is the coolest furniture store in town. Not only have we got some of the most exceptional furniture in the cities, but in many cases, Habitation can offer you store credit on your existing furniture. Stop in, talk to one of our designers, and let us help you make your home exceptional. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Finding the best foods the Twin Cities has to offer is easy with EatLocalMinnesota.com. Offering the top local and independently owned restaurants, EatLocalMinnesota.com has everything from burger joints to cocktails and fine dining. It's Greek to Me has been a family-owned Lynn Lake landmark since 1982. Under new ownership, the Janakis Karis family offers classically inspired modern Greek cuisine in a sublime space with gracious hospitality. Be sure to visit their charming bar and explore wines and specialty drinks from Greece. Find It's Greek to Me at 626 West Lake Street in Minneapolis or at itsgreektomemn.com. 
Crooners Lounge and Supper Club invites you to check out their beautiful facilities for your next special occasion. Book your wedding reception, retirement party, business dinner, or other special event with confidence, knowing their expert staff and award-winning chef will make it a big hit with your guests. Call today to get a quote. 763-571-9020. Native Ritz Radio is proud to announce... We've added an extra hour. Yeah, Chuchke, one hour goes by too fast. That's right, Uncle Curtis. I'll have extra time to share important information about our secret animals. And report national and native news from all over the country and Canada. This new hour is sponsored by Robbins Kaplan, LLP, rewriting the odds for their clients for over 80 years. We are awake. Tom Hartman here letting you know how you can save money with All Energy Solar. One of the myths about solar is that it's too expensive and you need lots of money down. The truth? Solar is available for little or no money down. And if you have a great site for solar, you might even save money right away on a monthly basis. So don't wait to switch. You'll see your investment pay off the sooner you switch to All Energy Solar. So start saving today and visit allenergysolar.com. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. Every morning, every evening, ain't we got fun? Not much money, oh, but honey, ain't we got fun? The rent's unpaid, dear, we haven't a car. But anyway, dear, we'll stay as we are. Welcome back to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design at 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. I am your host, Gregory Rich, and this evening we are enjoying a gin uh, gimlet, which is delicious and tasty. Do we all agree, gang? Yes. Yes, indeed. Very good. So a gimlet, easy cocktail. Once again, solid go-to, hard to screw up for anybody. And, uh, you know, if you're at a, a, a bar where you're not quite sure what to order, a gimlet's a pretty solid bet because, again, it takes no skill, which is why I was good at making it, and it is, generally speaking, pretty dang good. So, um, Crystal Ray, you are coming up on uh, a little bit shy of one year with Habitation Furnishing and Design. Congratulations. Thank you. And uh, you have been back in the Minneapolis, or have been in the Minneapolis area for a couple of years. Yeah. Like two plus years, right? 2015. So, yep. So I've had some time here now. And you've relocated from Las Vegas, Nevada. Right. So we're going to start there. Now, you're not originally from Las Vegas, right? Right. Originally you're a Midwest girl. from North Dakota. Yep. And then lived in Las Vegas for about 15 years. Okay. So. So you, you've so been shaped yes. by Las Vegas. Yep. But you're a good, solid... North girl from uh, from the north. Right, right. I did my college years in Las Vegas, and um, that's where I studied um, interior architecture and design. So really, actually, I didn't realize that you went there. Yeah, is it a good school, University of? It is. It's an accredited um, architectural school. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Looking for a school for my daughter, who's 16, Good. Sophia, and she was just complaining about how cold it is in Minnesota. Uh, it's she would love it there, right. and then of course you know the the um fees and everything it's it's decent so really yeah it made sense for me to go there mm-hmm. interesting yeah see i'm still pulling for her to go to school in europe i really seriously schools yeah. are so expensive in america at this point oh. relative to europe that it doesn't really cost any more to go over there really than it does to go to most schools here okay so we've been pushing it but is let's that actually yeah. paid for by the government in europe if you're an american citizen because i know a lot of countries do that well, it's an interesting thing you should ask, Brett. As it happens, being third-generation Italian, I discovered that with proper 
forms uh, filled out, I could regain my Italian citizenship since my uh, grandfather was born in Italy. Okay. And as such, you can go back three generations on your father's side, because it is still Italy and it's patrilineal or mm-hmm. whatever, lineal. Um, and uh, I could be restored as an Italian citizen, which I presume would, uh, would cover the costs of college. Nice. It's a really good deal, yeah. Right? You could be an Italian citizen. Very cool. Huh? I could. I could. I'm already excitable. Every time I go to Italy, people assume I'm Italian. I look Italian. They start talking to me in Italian, and mm-hmm. I have to just smile and say, no, I'm sorry, I'm an American. By the way, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Not part of any crime family, though, right? Not as far as you know. <laughs> Not as far as you know. <laughs> Uh, and if I were, I'll tell you, there would be a few people who would be at the bottom of Lake Minnetonka right now. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Yeah, we're going to step away from that right away. Let's talk more about Las Vegas. Because <laughs> Here's my question. So you went to school in Las Vegas. You were a designer in Las Vegas uh, overall. How yeah. do you think that city has kind of affected your design aesthetics? Did you carry some of that when you came back to the Midwest? I Yeah, I feel like I did. I feel like... Um... I was exposed to um, so many different looks and styles and themes, and I mean, it, the list goes on when you live there. Um, yeah, just having that exposure and being able to kind of carry that with me, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely um, gave me. And it me... had to infuse a little bit of glam into your style. Absolutely. Perspective, right? I cannot do a space without it adding something shiny <laughs> if that makes sense i like my metals mm-hmm. um i like to add a little bit of something polished or um yeah there's always something that has a little bit of sheen or shimmer in a space when i leave it it's a good point i actually have noticed that i've noticed also in in a lot of the projects you've done you tend to uh enjoy working with kind of darker grays and blacks and golds and right. things like that though right. not exclusively um is that you know, because that's your design aesthetic. Is that because that's what happens to be really popular right now? A, a lucky combination of the two. I think it's a little bit of a combination of the two, but at the same time, um, I have had clients come to me with inspirations um, that they kind of want their space to feel like and a lot of it will kind of stem from a certain look um and then there's others that you know go beyond the black and gray and they get into color um it just totally i think it it, you know it's about the client and eventually it um the end result is kind of a reflection of who is living in that space Mm -hmm. um but it's just my touch on there so in saying that, you know, bringing in um, pieces that have a little bit of reflectivity or in layering those textures, that's where I'm, you're seeing a little bit of me in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, it's, it's you know, a reflection of who um, the user is. Which is key, because you know? again, they are the ones who are, you're doing their space. You're not projecting right. onto them what you want. But conversely, and in all truth, I mean, we're all human, and a little bit of you is going to wind up in the, uh, in the project. Absolutely. As opposed to like a little bit of Carl Wallace Peltier. Yes. <laughs> who Carl, who has been on the show, is our commercial design lead, and he does all of our model apartments. And he has a little secret where whenever he puts photos into the model apartments, There's he uses family. photos of himself as a child yep. or his family. <laughs> so there are tiny Peltiers uh, all oh, over the Minneapolis area that nobody knows about. Yep. He's like a little dog lifting his leg. <laughs> 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 it's the funniest little thing. Not exactly. The, right. the term I would have used. Uh, <laughs> all right. One of the projects that we were looking at originally, um, and again, I would like to remind uh, listeners, go to drinkinthestyle.com, yeah. and you can see some of the stuff that we're talking about. But the Peralta Project, this beautiful apartment that you did yeah. uh, for Julia uh, Peralta in Edina, and uh, you're going to be doing her house as well. Um, one of the things that struck me were the rugs. Yeah, to use there, and that actually um, was me. So she had a look that she definitely wanted to, um, you know, achieve. And um, but this was something that was, you know, beyond her scope. So when I showed her, you know, um, taking a textured rug and then layering that with the furry rug, um, she 
you know, really gravitated towards that idea and was like, wow, this is something I wouldn't have even thought of doing. So Layering the rugs. You're talking about using one area rug on top of another. Right, right. So it was a woven, kind of a... um, Kind of a gray tone woven, but it had some blacks running through it. And then we we put a black fur over the top. And so the sizing are different. Um, the the bottom one was, I believe, a 10 by 14. And then we did a, um, a 5 by 7 over the top of that. Interesting. Yeah. And did you do it symmetrically or did you, like, put them askew? How does one layer rugs? So when we installed it, it currently is symmetrical. Um, when I go back, I'm going to eventually convince her that we need to kind of turn it a little bit. Uh, (laughs) Julia, get ready. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's cool. Layering rugs. That is a trend that people have been doing it for a little bit, but it's catching on. Uh, Totally awesome. We're going to take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking about the design process and some more specific projects. So uh, stick with us. You're listening to Drink in the Style on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us. By opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests, we'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Visit the wine bar at Cafe Latte and enjoy a unique handcrafted pizza and glass of wine. The perfect place for an intimate night or an evening with friends. Choices range from spicy Italian sausage and sweet roasted peppers to the one-of-a-kind nacho chicken pizza layered with blue corn tortilla chips. The approachable wine list offers over 30 by the glass with special emphasis on wines from Washington State. End your night with one of Cafe Latte's melt-in-your-mouth desserts, 850 Grand Avenue, St. Paul. This is New Beginnings, hosted by award-winning broadcaster and speaker, Freddie Bell. Freddie, this generation of the baby boomers, people are living longer, so the baby boomers are taking care of elderly parents. Let's talk about your health, and specifically, let's talk about Medicare. Our show features the concerns of America's 78 million baby boomers in employment, finance, health and nutrition, and even entertainment. Catch New Beginnings with Freddie Bell, Saturdays at 11 on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design in St. Louis Park and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. You're listening to AM950, so I already know that you care about your community, and I'd like to encourage you to demonstrate that commitment by shopping at locally owned businesses like Habitation. Not only do we have some of the most exciting furniture lines in Minnesota, we've selected those manufacturers that offer value and style while doing business the right way. Habitation offers sustainably sourced furnishings from premium suppliers like Phillips Collection, Trika Furniture, and North Carolina-based Lazar Industries. Each offers an array of styles, fabrics, and materials. And Habitation's ASID design team can help you turn your space into an oasis that brings joy and happiness no matter what is going on in the world outside. Won't you give us a chance to earn your business? Stop into Habitation at 4317 Excelsior Boulevard and see how you can make your space exceptional. With your AM950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Tonight we'll see some more snow with a low around 3. Tomorrow mostly cloudy with a high near 9. Tuesday partly sunny with a high near negative 8. Wednesday partly sunny with a high near negative 14. And Thursday partly sunny with a high near negative 1. Most tax service has been working for you, not the IRS, since 1971. They're located in Highland Park in St. Paul and are one of the largest sites that electronically files taxes in the country. Call 612-721-2026 or visit mostax.com. Monday, 1922, you led other women. 
women make a fool of you Why don't you do right Like some other men do Get out of here and get me some money too Welcome back to Drink in the Style, Sundays at 5 p.m. on AM 950 here in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and available anytime as a stream or podcast. Check out am950radio.com or drinkinthestyle.com or any podcast app, including iTunes, Podcast Addict, Pocket Cast, just to name a few, and you will enjoy it. Brett, did I get the It's am950radio.com? You did indeed have that correct, yes. Yay me. Everyone always forgets the radio.com. So I know, I know. Yeah. If you go to am950.com, it's an adult website, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. The just... QAnon conspiracy theory <laughs> stuff, yeah. I won't even say that. I was going to say if you combine that and the adult content. Oh, I don't know if we want to do it on that route. <laughs> We're just going to let that lay. We're going to let yeah, it yeah. lay. All right, Crystal. <laughs> Back to design and things far less likely to get us flagged by the FCC. Um <laughs> Let's talk about this process overall. Um, all right. When a client decides that uh, they're interested in having you do a project with them, right, what does the process look like? Um, so, yeah. So, I set up a first appointment. I come out and I take measurements. And then we um, talk about things in the space, uh, things that are staying, things that they um, would like to keep that we would want to work in into the design. Um and then um, I bring all my information back, put together a presentation, and um, skim through our vendors and find the right pieces that work perfectly in their space. Mm -hmm. And then I'll call them in for a presentation. And they come into the showroom, and we sit down, and, and I'll show them um, the overall design of what their space could look like. And from there, then um, we make choices and um, start getting their space put together. So, to the majority, I know you get a lot of referral business, people who love your work and refer you to other people overall. Yeah. You get some folks who come into Habitation, for example, just looking for a particular piece and then discover yeah. that we offer the uh, interior design service, which, by the way, is free for AM950 listeners. Right. Um, and is uh, going to be charged starting in uh, February or March. We're, we're putting a, a yeah. design fee yep. associated with it. Um, but do most of these people, do they come in kind of with an idea of what they want or when they engage you? Do they have images of things that they like? Or is it usually just a, a blank slate? Yeah, sometimes. Um, there are people who need that one piece and they know exactly what they're looking for. Um, they've got the measurements and everything and that's just a matter of, you know, skimming through our vendors and seeing if we have something that fits that area that, you know, in that exact piece and style. Um, and then there's others that come in and they just need help mm -hmm. overall. Um, they just, you know, um, feel like they need to do something with their space and they just don't know how to quite um, get it put together the way that they um, kind of envision it. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where I step in and, and give them a hand. And you tend to work, I mean, in some cases, like, for example, the, the, the Ring project, the family's called Ring. Right. Um, they came in, they had a particular piece of art correct? Right, right. They really loved. We put this up on drinkinthestyle.com, by the way, so you can come and take a look and you can see the actual piece of art that uh, kind of inspired the design. But what did you do with that? Yeah, so um, so the client's names are um, Tim and Christine, and I actually um, went into their space and um, had a meeting with Christine, and she, this was a piece of artwork that she had found and just really gravitated towards, and it was one of her favorites. Um, and then just looking at her space overall, and kind of what her needs were um, for new pieces, um, I took that piece of artwork and used it as an inspiration. I pulled coloring from it, um, and just the overall feel of the artwork gave me kind of a design aesthetic as well. Um, so, yeah, so we ended up um, finding a new sectional and a new rug, um, and then we pulled um, colors out of the um, artwork and that's what came in with the throw pillows and the ottoman um, and, um, and the rug as well so yeah I mean I, I feel like sometimes walking into a space and you have these inspirational pieces um, it can really help put an entire room together. 
Interesting. So yeah, so you took that as the lead, and the and the and the the piece of art was it was it a, a woman's face? Yep. I think, and yep. it had some kind of really cool, kind of vibrant colors. Yeah, it actually was kind of like a pieced together, like almost like mosaic, um, but in the shape of a woman's face, and yeah, just having these individual um, kind of mosaics, and just seeing the detail in that um, was part of kind of getting the overall feel of the room. It's a really cool piece. And it's kind of like, it's almost like a key to the psyche in that this yes. is the art, this is the style of the art tells you what you, you know, you as a designer, what the client kind of responds to. Yep. And then you pull the colors out. I mean, I remember you used uh, uh, in the in the plan this really cool kind of, what do you call it, tealish, bluish? Yeah, like kind of an aqua teal tone, yeah. Bench, which was a yep. leather leather top bench. Yep. And then the rugs, you managed to pull it in. So basically, again, given the depth of vendors that are available, you just said, all right, we're going to blow this picture out and we're going to make the entire room work around this piece that they actually loved. Right, right. And I think um, subconsciously, you know, they they didn't realize that that's how the room came together. And she knew, she has a really good dire direction and design aesthetic. She just doesn't have the overall of being able to put the space together, which is where my help really came in and, and we were able to put together this space that is really cool. From a design so. perspective as well as, again, from a, a kind of a story perspective, understanding this is how you're going to write this room, yep. right? Exactly. I mean, it's funny. We've got, so, all right, so let me ask you, I need help from you. So I have now a tradition that uh, uh, we kind of created my daughters. I have two daughters, Sophia and Avery. Yep. 116, 112. Yep. And my 16-year-old, when she turned 13, as kind of a, a thing, we had her, uh, we gave her a new bedroom. We said, we're going to redesign your bedroom. It's going to be a little more grown-up, a little more adult, and, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's time to move on. You're a teenager now. Uh, and my 12-year-old now turns 13 in summer. And she's really excited about getting her new bedroom. Room, yeah. So we're going to be leaning on you for this as oh, well. Oh, fun. And she's been showing me different things that she likes as okay. she looks forward to this. Now, she is totally into soccer. Absolutely loves soccer. Yep. But we don't want to make it a kiddie type room. Right. She also, strangely enough, loves cityscapes. Okay. So given those two balancing passions, yep. how would you as a designer kind of approach a room? So... In looking at it as an overall, I'm seeing blacks and whites, and then I'm also, you know, questioning her, okay, what is your favorite color? That's where that pop comes in. So you're bringing in these elements of the blacks and whites, and then you're doing kind of an overall, and somehow, um, you know, maybe it's the piece of furniture that's reflecting kind of a design, or like a cityscape style, you know, um, just looking at the different elements of buildings and that kind of a thing, and then looking at the shapes in the soccer ball, you know, and just kind of incorporating those in that way. Oh, that's brilliant. So you're talking about taking the black and the white from the soccer ball, for example, as your primary, add the colors that she likes, and then using geometric safe shapes associated. Because right. I was thinking to myself, and again, I've said so many times, I'm not a designer. I'm a, a simple shopkeep. Um, I, I didn't really know how to draw the, the, the things together. <laughs> I'm glad quality. that I I'm glad that I could come up with a solution for you. <laughs> well, you'll be coming up with a solution for uh, Avery. And, uh... I'm excited. I look forward to it. August. Yeah, she'd be like the perfect little client. <laughs> she would be. Actually, she's tough though. She is. Yeah, tough. she seems like yeah. I think I could get her. <laughs> I think we'd be okay. That's awesome. I we'll be like buddies. <laughs> we'll just come down and show her yep. a bunch of pictures. Yep. And actually, we were talking about so uh, up next week is. Uh, uh, or, or as we speak, actually, since we do record uh, ahead of the programs, we're not live. I'm not authorized to be on live radio, which is good for everyone. <laughs> um, we are currently in Las Vegas, Nevada, at the Furniture Market. Right. Coincidental with that is where you went to school and things like that. Right. And I was planning to go through Left Bank Art to try to see if there were some things that would necessarily resonate and work in that space. And now I have direction. Good. I'm so glad. I should make you work with Scales, that. Scales, get the scale right. <laughs> measure, measure. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not strong on details uh, on that. Let's go back and talk more about some specific projects. There was another one where uh, you used um, a noir console, yes. golden black. Yes. 
that's listed on the site as well. Yes. This console is called, do you recall the name of it? I think it's just a root console. Yeah. Okay. So it is this gorgeous, natural Indonesian root. It's from Philip's collection, right? Yeah. Well, so that one um, is actually a poured resin root. Oh, is it, it really? It is. And then they painted it in a gold leaf metallic. And framed yep. it. And they framed it in that steel. black steel. Yeah. So it really creates this really cool, modern looking piece, but it still has this rusticness to it. But then that, you know, that shimmer and that shine. So it's just a really good mix of everything. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And you presented, which project was that? That was Julia Peralta. Was yep. that Julia's uh, project as well? Yep. She has some amazing stuff, folks. Go, go mm -hmm. to drinkinthestyle.com so you can see this particular piece because it's gorgeous. Now, it was not a cheap console overall. No, I mean, no. retail on it's, what, 50-something hundred? I believe so. Yeah, it was right around the 5,000 mark. Um, yeah, so I, I guess I looked at the piece and I saw it and I thought, you know, I'm going to use that somewhere. Mm -hmm. And um, her project happened to be the right space for it. So, and it yeah. is, and it's amazing. I didn't realize though that it was resin because Philip's collection normally they do a lot with the organic, they do a lot mm -hmm. with the with the uh, acacia wood and things, and they are famous for the owners of the company, yes. Mark uh, Phillips and uh, and uh, uh, company, walk the rainforest of Indonesia, right, and kind of pick fallen trees that they think would make awesome furniture yeah. that they then come back and bring in. But they've gone the ne kind of the next level in yeah in creating these molds of the actual piece of and then what they'll do is pour that resin and create these other really interesting pieces and I think um, some of their um, natural pieces they do keep them um, more natural mm -hmm. and then the other pieces that are resin are um, kind of gold leaf painted so yeah they're gorgeous it's a it's a great great line folks have to stop in let me ask you this. Once you've done a project, how do you gauge success? It's, it's a question I always ask people. Is how do you gauge success? Because, you know, when everything is said and done, mm -hmm. what is the mark? What makes you say, yeah, this was well accomplished, well done? Um, for me, it's um, the look on the client's face and just them letting me know how much they love their space. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that, that is successful. Um, and then looking at the space and knowing that I kind of help them get to that place um, and being able to put a little bit of me into it um, without, you know, um, losing them anywhere. So, yeah, mm -hmm. just well-balanced, so, well-balanced. So a balanced and careful and All right, so let's say they've made a terrible mistake. If they made a terrible mistake mm. and they're happy with it, is that successful? So for me, I won't let them. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell Plus somebody. Again, yeah. Back to the two moods. <laughs> if yeah, I I just won't. I won't let them. <laughs> All right, you can trust Crystal Ray to make sure that everything is perfect. All right, it's time for another quick break. Let's refresh our cocktails and meet back here in just three or four minutes. Listeners, up next is the Habitation audio log and a few words of wisdom. Don't go away. Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style right here on AM 950. Hey, I've only got a few seconds, so here's the deal. Habitation is the coolest furniture store in town. Not only have we got some of the most exceptional furniture in the cities, but in many cases, Habitation can offer you store credit on your existing furniture. Stop in, talk to one of our designers, and let us help you make your home exceptional. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Vacuum cleaners. You buy them, you break them, and then you throw them away, right? Well, if you're ready to break out of that vicious cycle, we have the answer. Never heard of A1 Vacuum? They've been around forever, offering better alternatives. So if you're ready to stop filling the landfill, give A1 Vacuum a shot. Located in Roseville and ready to show you something better. Find them at a-1vacuum.com or call 651-222-6316. Better yet, drop by.
Northeast Minneapolis is known for its creativity and you'll know exactly why when you eat at Hazel's Northeast. Their creatively prepared comfort food will have you coming back week after week. Breakfasts like biscuits and gravy, granola pancakes, and brisket hash. For lunch, homemade soup, and one of the best Rubens in town. And don't miss the daily risotto or Chef Ali's ever-changing dinner specials. Come on in, bring the whole family. Hazel's Northeast delivers real good food. Family owned at 29th and Johnson in Minneapolis. Hey, it's Hunter from the brand new 4 o'clock program, the Minnesota Progressive Repartee. And if there's one thing y'all know that I always look forward to, it's a good party. And I couldn't be more excited for the 2019 Blue State Ball. Finally, a chance to celebrate the work we did destroying Trump and the Republicans and keeping Minnesota the true blue state. But come celebrate our victory with fellow progressives, radio hosts, and politicians at the 2019 Blue State Ball, Saturday, March 2nd at the Blaisdell in Minneapolis. VIP will get started at 5 p.m. with general mission at 6 p.m. I'll be there along with my Minnesota Progressive Repartee co-hosts, Doug Padgett and Brett Johnson, along with Matt McNeil, Ellie Krug, Robert Pilot, and the whole Native Roots Radio crew, and many other AM950 personalities. Tom Hartman will be joining us, as well as a lot of exciting politicians and speakers. As always, the attire is blue jeans to ball gown, so let's party at the Blue State Ball on Saturday, March 2nd at the Blaisdell and celebrate the Blue Wave. Tickets available now at am950radio.com. Yay, you survived the holidays. Now what about cleaning up that holiday mess? My friends, it's time you learn my holiday hangover secret. It's Zero Res. Fortunately for you, right now is the best time of the year to call Zero Res. Get three rooms clean starting at just 119 bucks. And this month only get a hallway clean for free with their three-room special. Call 952-ZERO-RES or book online anytime at ZeroResMinnesota.com. Spell it backward or forward. It spells the same. Zero Res. Oh, the shark has pretty teeth, dear. And he shows them pearly white. Just a jackknife. Welcome back. Drink in the style. Music provided this week by Peggy Lee. Insanely sexy voice. Breathtaking style. But in my opinion, not a good selector of musical tracks to record. I think we've picked kind of the cream of the crop here. But given that she had a career that spanned a couple of decades, she just never, she just didn't seem to choose, like, amazing tracks to, to record. Most of the stuff is not that great. Yeah, I was going to say, I was kind of digging her Mac the Knife rendition there. But. Nobody knows, <laughs> everybody knows Fever. Everybody knows, you know, you better do right, both intro. Mm-hmm. But she did that awesome version of Mac the Knife, and I highly recommend it. I don't know. What do you think? Are you a fan of uh, Peggy Lee? Are you yeah. familiar with Peggy Lee? I'm a little bit familiar with her. Yeah, I, I, I think... I think the Mac the Knife was a, a good choice. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> it was it was totally awesome. Mac the Knife is uh, one of those standards. Back from the days when you would do, you know, kind of a, a musical compilation or, 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 you know, cover tracks, I guess you call them now, uh, that were awesome. And she just came up with this breathy, sexy version that makes you want to get a cap in the back of the head, as the young people say. Mac the Knife is about a gangster, you know. It is. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> All right. Among other things, yes. Anyway, <laughs> Peggy Lee, I recommend her highly. She is totally awesome. Used to live down the street from Frank Sinatra, actually. And uh, those two had many ongoing trysts of one kind or another. <laughs> you got nothing on that? A little more knowledge. <laughs> Kind like of a I wealth said, of knowledge today that you've been sharing. Yeah, I know, right? That I first learn segment. something yes. every single day with you. Three quarters of it is true, too. <laughs> I mean, that's totally awesome. All right, we're going to do the Habitation Audio Log, which, uh, which is a continuation of a previous audio log. So are we ready to go? Yes. All right, Habitation Audio Log Installment 25, the Della Point Install. Last week, our commercial design lead, Carl Peltier, installed the furniture at the Graves Hotel project in Uptown, and I have to say it was breathtaking. Uh, 
The project, Della Point, is a mixed-use property that includes the new offices for Graves Hospitality, famous for Graves Hotel uh, in Minneapolis, and a collection of condominiums, which will range in price from about $1.6 to just under $3 million each. As such, the property looked for a sophisticated aesthetic that would be somewhat minimalist while still highly refined. Because of the short timeline, we chose to use suppliers who were able to ship quickly, and those included some of our favorites like Noir Furnishing, Phillips Collection, and Sunpan Modern. Carl, I believe, struck the perfect balance between some insanely cool wow pieces, like the seven-foot primitive Thin Man sculptures from Phillips Collection, to the cast life-size dog statue from Noir Furniture, both of which are available at drinkinthestyle.com for you to take a look at. In each case, the pieces really complemented the premium built-in accessories that the Graves organization selected without distracting from them. Essentially, everything was gorgeous. All that remains at this point is the final selection of original fine art pieces, which the Graves team wanted to hold off on until they could see the install itself. Later this week, we should be meeting with them to regar uh, regarding that, and then we will be complete. Stay tuned. We will probably be putting some images up for you guys to enjoy. End of Habitation Audio Log. It was the fine art pieces are the things that really, really are excited. exciting. Uh, I mean, everything's exciting, but I don't know anybody else who does, you know, these kind of high-end model uh, models for condos that has original fine art pieces. Um, and I'm just so proud that it's, that it's part of what we do. Crystal Ray, do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that sometimes um, the art is kind of the finishing touch on a space. It's key. It's yep. absolutely... In fact, if I have a small amount of trepidation, it's that Jim, Jim Graves, has not come through the space, and he's going to walk through the space without the art on the walls. Right. And it, it's, it's... I don't want to say going to be lacking that oomph, but mm -hmm. it's not quite done. Right. And it was all done in anticipation of these pieces coming in. Um but what can you do? They want to have input into the pieces, and I totally understand that. But yep. we lose our ability to do the great voila moment where you pull the, uh, the the curtain back yeah. and watch the jaw drop. Yeah, sometimes you get you, sometimes you get clients that can see the whole picture, and um, you don't always need the voila. No. But, um, but it's nice it is always out. fun to do. Yeah. Again, that's 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 that moment of yeah, that was a success. It's true. <laughs> I remember one of our first models that we did in 2017 was Custom House mm. in St. Paul, and it was this awesome project where um, uh, Herb Towsley uh, was the the developer. Herb is actually going to be on the show in the next. Uh, month or so um and we're doing another project for him but it was the uh post office building that was built in like 1910 or something like that and then he bought it and just saved all the gorgeousness oh, of it very cool and it was this cool brick awesome building and we did two models in that and we pulled the curtain back and it was a jaw dropper for everybody that's such an amazing feeling I know, yeah. I know, I know, I know. I mean, the the Graves thing is awesome. I was saying it's like it's so sophisticated. It's got high ceilings. It's everything mm -hmm. in there is absolutely premium. I absolutely love it. When the kids move out, this is the type of place that I want to live in with with Christina. Um, but uh, but but again, yeah, 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 you lose the oomph. Oh well, it'll turn out great, and we'll it will. Put up pictures of it. It will. Uh, From what I've seen of it so far, it's really quite beautiful. So I know it is. Yeah. All right. So there it is. That was the update. I didn't talk about the uh, the imaginary couple that uh, we had created to live there, which were uh, a heart surgeon and his wife who had relocated from New York. Huh. But because I had to write the habitation audio log really, really quickly, because Matt Hummel from Gianni Steakhouse, which I still love, gave me so little time <laughs> for the program, I didn't do it. Um, Let's talk, uh, or this is the segment where you get to ask me a couple of questions. Oh. Um, so uh, have at it, and uh, what can I tell you? Yeah. You don't know, which is pretty I much know, everything. Right? <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, okay, so maybe if, since it's the new year, um, what do you um, see like as a 
as an overall for the year, what would you like to see happen at Habitation? It's, it's a relevant question. No question about it. It's, all right. So we've had some huge changes. And at some point, we're going to be doing in the Habitation Audio Log a discussion of rehab. You may remember, uh, listeners, that rehab was the closeout and consignment store concept that we were trying to open in St. Louis Park. And because of so much trouble with the city um, and uh, the fact that I uh, made an enemy within the inspections department who has really reaped revenge um i've torpedoed that and and we're jettisoning the whole thing and kind of going back to focusing on rehab or on habitation um but i think what habitation needs to do in 2019 is essentially establish itself uh more aggressively as design focused and less as retail yeah. when we first opened back in 2015 i think it was 15 16 yep Okay. Um, it's all a blur, <laughs> punctuated by moments of <laughs> insane crying and curled up in a fetal position. Um, on Excelsior Boulevard is a great retail space. And to me, retail means the individual who comes in and buys a sofa. And we still love selling a sofa. But we've also done really, really well doing entire design projects and programs. Right. And I know that from a design perspective, that's what you guys really find enormously rewarding. Right. And I think we have to uh, uh, cultivate and, and develop that aspect uh, more so. We're bringing on some new staff that's going to be really helpful in hel helping people find the individual pieces. Uh, specifically, you know, if you want a sofa that works in this particular room, bring in a picture of the room and let us search for uh, the perfect sofa that will work. We'd be happy to do that. And again, like everything else, if it's if it's custom order and it's not exactly what you want, it's not that big a deal. You get full store credit and we will go in and we will get you another sofa that works perfectly. So it's not like going into Slumberland, not Slumberland, but Hom or Schneiderman's right. where you get what you get and you don't get upset. Um, but I think it's I think it's important to make sure that that people understand that we have incredible talent in house, and we want to use that talent to create a whole roomscape. Right. Ooh, and I think I just made up that word. Is that a word in design? Roomscape. Roomscape. Hmm. Brett's nodding. Yes. Yeah, I, I kind of like that term. We're gonna yeah, go with roomscape. it. Mm -hmm. I like the word. I love that. Yeah. We're also going to continue our partnership with the American Society of Interior Designers, which is a great organization, and uh, we've just signed up as uh, gold-level uh, industry partners, um, which is going to be fantastic. We'll continue to, you know, partner and, and, and run in conjunction with Drink in the Style. But I think uh, the time has come for us to, uh, to focus on what everybody loves doing and make sure we can get that word out. Yeah, good. Sounds like a plan for the 2019. <laughs> all right. Well, there it is. We've pl we've solved 2019. It's all done. Um, all right. All that aside, uh, this brings us to the end of our program. Um, it has been uh, uh, laid out. We have drunk and we have talked our way through another episode. Um, on behalf of Crystal Ray Romero, design expert at Habitation Furnishing and Design, and our absent enabler, Mr. Matt Hummel from Gianni's Steakhouse, I'd like to wish everybody good luck this coming week. And we're going to quote Peggy Lee with a uh, quote that actually speaks deeply to me. I have learned courage from Buddha, Jesus, Lincoln, Einstein, and Mr. Cary Grant. Good luck this week, everybody. 